Hey. Hey. Hi, Tammy Lee. How are y'all? Good. How are you? I'm so good. I'm so glad you agreed to do this with us. Oh, me too. I'm so glad you asked me to do this with y'all. It'll be fun. So do you want to introduce yourself first, like who you are, where you're from, Mm -hmm. and how we know each other? So my name is Cammie Lee Downey, and I'm from Gadsden, Alabama, but I'm a junior at the University of Alabama, so Roll Tide Crimson is in my veins. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I met Matthew through UA. Were you my advisor? Is that how I met you for real, or did I meet you before you were an advisor? No, we met when I was... um... I was talking with our college recruiter that worked and I was like, Hey, I need an ambassador that might've taken this class because I have a student that's really struggling in the class. Uh, Yes. Um, And he had some special needs and needed a lot extra help in the class. um, (laughs) And I formed an attachment to him really quickly. And so Lexi, who was my coworker was like, we have a great ambassador that has a heart of gold, but she is, um, she does way too much and overcommits herself. So let me ask her <laughs> if she even has time. Um, oh, so that's how we originally got. Yeah. <laughs> that's so, a good thing to be known for though. Like heart of gold and overcommits. That's mm-hmm. good things for people to say yeah, about you. Yeah, it definitely is. I, my life is crazy, but like, you know, in the past couple of weeks, it's been like, all paying off yeah oh that's so sweet which is exciting but yay so that's how we first got connected and I feel like in that first like day that we met like you cried in my office (laughs) saying you no like in a good way you're like I really want to help and like like I could just tell from that first time we met like you just had a heart of gold Mm -hmm. that's so sweet yeah so he I definitely still see him around sometimes I'm like hey do you remember me he's so sweet he came and saw me my last week so anyway so that's how we originally met yeah Mm -hmm. but then were you advising her ever or we'll just know each other from the college she knows what to take she knows what she's doing (laughs) um but then we just had a lot of other interactions because like she came I taught a class um Mm -hmm. freshman and I requested like I need Kimberly to come and talk to my class (laughs) Uh, yeah and she (laughs) gave them really good advice and so yeah, we would just always stop and chat and um yeah, I love Cammy Lee. Yay. And then I met, I'm gonna insert myself into yeah. the conversation. <laughs> I met Cammy Lee when we needed a dog sitter and I was like, who the heck are we gonna trust with our baby precious little puppy dog? Love and that. Matthew was like, it has to be Cammy Lee. She's so sweet and she'll take care of Bama. And so that's where we met. Bama is an angel. Where <laughs> in my life? Like when you were like Matthew, when you were like yeah well she sleeps with us is that okay I was like oh that's perfect <laughs> I that prefer it that way <laughs> she's just like precious angel I love yes her. yeah she yes. loves to ring that bell to go outside but oh my gosh she was ringing that thing <laughs> <laughs> yes. and I was like girl how many potty breaks do we need right. a lot yeah, a yeah. lot mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the answer <laughs> okay so you're from Gadsden you go to UA yeah. And you said it runs in your blood. Was it like you knew you wanted to go to UA always or were you considering other schools when you were in high school? So I was raised like a massive like Bama football fan, of course, like came up yeah. going to games, tailgating, doing all those things. And 
I don't know. It was weird. It was like, I always kind of knew that I wanted to go to school there, even though, you know, what five-year-old really knows what college means, but I was like, right. I'm going to be there one day. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when it was time to like choose colleges or like tour different places, my mom was like, you need to look at other places. <laughs> you can't just do that. Like you can't just do one place. Yeah. It was like, I mean, whatever, because my stepdad <laughs> is, an administ- is an administrator at Jacksonville State. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I was like, mom, I can't go to 13th grade. <laughs> right. Yeah, I can't. And JSU is really small too. So that also like, would, I mean, it's a great school. I'm not talking bad about it, but school. that would be 13th grade. It would have been 13th grade on steroids. <laughs> it would have been crazy. And then I toured UAB. And honestly, I think at that point I was just like, not a city girl, mm-hmm. not in that era for sure. <laughs> and then it was also like raining and I was like, this is terrible. I hate this place. Never coming back in hindsight. Like I love downtown Birmingham. I really, yeah. it's incredible, but no, I was definitely meant to go to Alabama. And then when it came time to apply places, I only applied to Alabama. So I didn't really give myself any other options, but I'm really glad I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Seems like it worked out just fine. I would say so. <laughs> You're destined to be there. I literally like I can't even explain to you how destined it was yeah so when you applied and got to Alabama did you know what you wanted to major in or was it a question Mm, no I had no clue I mean so my high school had kind of like a health science program Mm -hmm. where you could go and like intern at the hospital or like at clinics and stuff and I was going in for like a clinical rotation one time and one of the patients like actually passed away and I was shoot yeah I can't do this so I like at Bama Bound I changed my major to econ Mm. and I was like I took my first econ test it was like (laughs) a month and a half into the semester and I studied my behind off for that test (laughs) I really did made a 46 out of 100 and I called mom and I was like hey girl I can't do this this is not for me <laughs> I'm, I'm done like I'm I'm zooming away yeah so I switched to PR um next semester so spring of freshman year and then I I was like what's PR for real and then so I switched to calm calm studies and I stayed in that and then I added PR back and I'm a double major, so it took me. How long did you make most. this? Yeah, how did you make the switch from econ to PR and com? Like, how did that happen? Did you have friends doing it, or? So I'm in a sorority, and so it felt like a lot of my friends were changing their major. You know, as freshmen do. Yeah. Yes. And in my case, as juniors do, but it's fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so I was. I had a few friends switching to PR and I I thought about it and I was like well you know I'm a people person I love people I love relations yeah like it was still I mean PR is still kind of on the business side of things but it's not you know what I mean at the same time and so I was like well this just feels like a perfect happy medium for me and then my mom was like Camille do you know what you're doing do you know what that like is because I don't and I was like (laughs) I was like, you know, no. So I switched to calm and I am pretty sure I had like an idea that I still wanted to have PR somewhere in there. And then 
I guess like at the end of last year, the beginning of last year, one of uh, last spring or last fall, I was like, well, you know, I really like PR. I like the work that PR people do. So I had it back as a minor and then I just added it as a major because I was going to graduate early and I was like, absolutely not. Like, <laughs> I can't get you out of Tuscaloosa. I can't like I love it here I love my friends I love what I get to do like I cannot leave early I can't yeah that's good so now you're a devil major Mm -hmm. yes and so are you drinking monarch right now oh mm -hmm. oh my gosh I'm so jealous oh I miss it you know I thought about my sorority had these in our fridge yesterday as like a because we had two date parties back to back so they were like here's a little boost for you to keep going through the next day party um and so I grabbed one and I had a feeling when I got it out of my fridge this morning I was like they're definitely gonna say something about the monarch coffee you know I noticed oh my goodness monarch's a wonderful coffee shop in no it's definitely my favorite I like don't drink coffee from everywhere I'm kind of picky I'm not picky about anything else but coffee Mm -hmm. the vibes in monarch too just to like sit and study or I don't really study anymore but just sit (laughs) really great mm-hmm. yeah I really don't get work, too much work done in there because I have to be friends that go there so <laughs> yeah I kind of set myself up for failure when I try and go work there oh well um I forgot what I was going to ask because I got distracted by the coffee that's really bad <laughs> okay. oh I was gonna say can you give us kind of a rundown of all the things you're involved in I know that's a lot but yeah that's just one of my favorite things about you is how involved you are um and you I think you're you've gotten pickier about what you say yes to if I'm reading the room correctly like I remember (laughs) when I first met you which I mean was only like last year it Mm -hmm. was like Emily says yes to everything and and now I like I feel like you scale back and you choose what you're gonna say yes to yeah and yeah I completely agree you are reading the room correctly on that one I mean just looking forward at senior year I'm having to make like hard decisions because I do love everything that I get to do. And I love the people that I get to do these things with, but I mean, it's definitely been a learning experience. Like I was that freshman that applied for everything and didn't get anything. Mm -hmm. So when like the end of sophomore year came around and application season was happening, I was like, yes, 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 yes. And it all worked out and I'm so thankful, but it has made my last year crazy. Yeah. So to your question, (laughs) I am an ambassador for the College of Communications and Information Sciences Mm -hmm. at UA, and this past year, I was the director of Bamathon for UA Dance Marathon, and that job was, or that position, planned our actual, like, big 13.1 hour long, like, dance marathon, and of course, I didn't do it by myself, and it was, it was one of those things that took a village, but I loved it, and it was great, and Mm -hmm. The actual like day of event was fantastic and I love it so much. That is one of the things that I did step back from this year. So instead of doing that, I just applied for a staff position, just Mm -hmm. much less time commitment, less responsibility because there was someone who was going to be able to give so much more of their time and energy to dance marathon. And that's what they need. Like that's one of those organizations that you can't go halfway in. Mm -hmm. I was definitely halfway in because of everything. And I was like, y'all don't deserve that. I don't deserve that. Let me make a decision that's best for all of us. And so, yeah, I actually interviewed for a couple different positions, just like graphic design and media production. So like taking pictures and that kind of stuff. And then I am a student consultant in the speaking studio at UA. And what that is, is it's 
kind of UA's center, and I put that in quotation marks, for like help with anything and everything related to public speaking. Mm -hmm. So it's mostly, it's all undergraduate trained speaking consultants. So we have trainings at the beginning of every semester. If you're a new member, you can go back if you want to and help train the new, or if you're a returning consultant, you can go back and help train the new consultants. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, that's bigger than it's ever been. Mm -hmm. I'm in there for like an hour a week right now, because that's all I can, that's all the time I can give, but it's one of my favorite hours of the week. It's been great to get to meet people and help people calm public speaking anxiety, because yeah. that's a big one. How did you like get involved in that? Did you just take a public speaking class and then you're like, oh, I love it. And like, you've never, I mean, I get nervous public speaking to this day. Oh, I, I get so nervous public speaking, so nervous public speaking. Um, so I took COM 123, which is intro to public speaking the fall of my sophomore year, which is almost two years ago now. And that's like insane to even think about. That's crazy, actually. Mm -hmm. And then I, I really just kind of grinded in that class. I was like, I want to do this well. Um, me and all my classmates, because you have like a big lecture and then you have small labs. So it was like 20 people, which we were actually speaking in front of. So it wasn't like crazy terrifying or anything like that. Mm, yeah. It still was scary, but not like talking to a group of 500. Um, and then I, I mean, I really worked in that class. I went to the speaking studio as a client to get help and to run over my speech and to get feedback. And of course, bonus points, because you got bonus points for going. And uh -huh. I love a bonus point. <laughs> Who doesn't? <laughs> I love a bonus point. So <laughs> I went in there. Um, my the, the last time I went in there as a client, my consultant is actually now like a good friend of mine. So that's really cool to see on the other side. Mm -hmm. um, and at the end of the semester, I think it was either after our like seven to nine minute long speech, or maybe it was after our elevator pitches, which was the very last thing we did in that class. My TA asked me, he was like, hey, come here. Um, would you be interested in working in the speaking studio next semester? Like you've done really well in this course. I can tell you enjoy it. And I was like, oh, absolutely I would. So I set up a meeting time with Angela Billings, who's the director of the speaking studio and went in and we talked, it was like 8 a.m. on a Friday. And I was oh like, gosh. you must know that I am committed to this already if I'm coming into your office on a day when I do not have class. Yeah. <laughs> so I went and met her and she was like, I think you'd be a great fit. And, you know, this is my third full semester being a consultant now. And like outside of being an ambassador for the college, that's probably my favorite thing that I get to do. And then it's an important thing to like not to harp on this, but I feel like it's such an important skill. Like I remember taking my first public speaking class in college mm -hmm. and like it gave me so much confidence. Mm -hmm. and where I went, we didn't have something like that. But I would okay. have loved to be able to give that back. Yeah. One because I feel like that's a fundamental skill that people need to have. And mm -hmm. it can change you not only your public speaking, but just confidence and like self-awareness and different. Mm -hmm different things I never took a class like that so maybe I need to make an appointment with Kimmy Lee and just get some confidence oh I like I love hyping up all the people who come in there because it doesn't have to be a student yeah um, well it can be an undergrad student grad student and 
people in the Tuscaloosa community come in like we had a lady earlier this semester come in and practice her like a wedding toast which is so fun so cool yeah so it's just one of those things where you have to make an account and come in and it's fantastic I've had international PhD students who are having to pass like teaching certifications come in and wow that's so cool across a language barrier that was I mean that was a learning and growth experience for me yeah um but like it's just one of those things where I really wouldn't learn these skills anywhere else like yeah how to communicate with people who are completely different from myself yeah Yeah. and that's so cool like how to calm their anxiety and stuff which is cool and then there's other things that I'm involved in too but we don't have to no let's keep going okay (laughs) ambassador for the college Mm -hmm. you are the you do bamathon Mm -hmm. you're speaking studio consultant Mm -hmm. Um, down the list I was a peer leader this past year um so I helped not like advise how would you explain like help facilitate maybe I don't know. Yeah. Um, oh, a mentor. That's mentor. A okay, okay. There we go. I was kind of a student mentor for some incoming freshmen who were taking like a, basically an intro to UA, intro to how to do college class. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did that. And then, oh, you'll be excited to hear this next year. I um, got asked to apply for the executive team for industry immersion. Awesome. And I'm going to New York with them. Holy cow. I'm so excited. I'm getting scholarship because I cannot pay for that trip on my own, but that's awesome. And Um, industry immersion is through the college that I worked at that Camille's in. mm -hmm. Um, and it's a travel program to help students with um getting immersed in different industries. Industries. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I was trying not to reuse the word, (laughs) but it's right there for you. But yeah, awesome. That's so exciting. And those are kind of the big things I do. I'm a part of an, I'm part of a few honor societies um, that do like kind of philanthropic work and stuff like that. And then and you're in a sorority. Sorority. I've done like their DEI team and then also kind of their marketing team in the past, but I'm not on chapter council for that anymore, but that was a great experience. Mm-hmm. And then I, I have a job. I work for the Crossroads Civic Engagement Center on campus. <laughs> I'm kind of like a receptionist, honestly, in there. But I mean, I love my bosses. They're incredible. And then last semester, I worked two jobs. So yeah. I did that. And I also was a runner at a law firm. But since then, oh we goodness. passed the law firm job. Thank yeah. So how do you keep track? Like you are a full-time college student. You have all these things going on. You have a social life. You have a boyfriend, I think. Like, how do you keep this all on the rails and like maintain a sense of peace and like get through the day? Honestly, I have no idea. I'm going to be so real. (laughs) (laughs) I live out of Google Calendar and my planner. Like I write down, it's gotten to the point where I'll write down like coffee with so-and-so at this place at this time, just to make sure that I'm not missing anything. Mm -hmm. Um. I mean, this year has been very trying when it comes to balance for sure, because, you know, I want to keep good grades um, and like enjoy the last like year-ish, year and a half with my best friends before I have to graduate. And then, yes, I have a boyfriend long distance. He's actually starting here in the fall because he got out of the military. So that'll be fun. 
Um, and then I, I'm just having to take it day by day at this point. I mean, I have loved this year and it's brought me so many blessings. Mm-hmm. I'm so honored to be able to be a part of everything that I've done. But I mean, it's been hard, like making decisions on what to do and how to plan my life. And I'm on camp, like the second I leave my house in the morning, I don't have time to come back home because I walk from my house to campus. Yeah. So it's like, sometimes I'll have like my backpack, my camera, an extra bag or two, like on my <laughs> arm. I'll be like throwing my stuff in like Reese Pfeiffer, which is where Steve my- Steve, let you use my old office as a dumping ground to like just hang out in. You, you've been replaced. Oh, who moved there? Huh? Oh. Who moved in that office? Morgan. Oh, good. Is that her name? Yeah, Morgan. Yeah, cool. Mm-hmm. So she is in your office now. Oh, okay. Um, well, she was kind of secluded. It makes me before, sad. So. It makes yeah. me sad. I walk by and I'm like, I can't even look. <laughs> Stop. It's so sad. But yeah. I know y'all are happy and I'm so happy for y'all. It's just sad for me. Yes, <laughs> it's okay. Well, at least we can Zoom and podcast and talk, catch up. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, so I'm going to take the pressure off you for a second, Camille Lee. I want to get Matthew's first impression of you. I know you kind of already said like how y'all met, but like first impression. And then why do you see so much in Camille Lee that you want to like help boost her and just continue? Like we're yeah. 12 states away and y'all are still talking. Like, why do y'all have a connection? What's special about Camille Lee? Um, I just don't feel like there's as many, that many, I met a lot of students working at UA. Yeah. Um, there's not this genuine aspect to everybody. Mm -hmm. Um, there's a lot of people that are doing stuff, you know, Camille's super involved. There's a lot of other students that are like that. And I feel like they're doing it strictly for their resume or for show or for the accolades. Yeah. And I feel like she's doing it because she has a passion behind it. Yeah. Um, and like, she actually cares. Right. Um, and she got to the point where she realized I can't do all of these things Mm -hmm. and looked at, you know, all the things she's doing and you, um, took a step back and you made cuts and you strategically thought about like the Bamathon thing. Mm-hmm. awesome like you realized you weren't serving that yeah well that was a big um, and so I just feel like that's what sets her apart yeah um and I also love which I mean we'll get to she's told me like she doesn't necessarily want to do like these she's double majoring and she's super involved but she has other passions and goals that don't align with that but she's not giving up you know what yeah. I mean like she's gonna finish out her degree she's still gonna get the good grades like, I don't know I guess that was a lot but I just see genuine good person who's trying to make it yeah yeah and like helping others along the way yes I see that too but I just wanted to hear your because y'all like she did not have to take time out of her day to talk to me about that student who really needed the extra help and um he ended up not taking withdrawing from that class or whatever so he didn't need it but she was gonna I mean I don't know where her extra hours are in the day I think Mm -hmm. I'm tired (laughs) so just the fact that she would think like oh let me do this because it's important yeah that's what I like and so speaking of um so there was an award or a scholarship an award I don't know yeah it's like an award slash scholarship and so before I left nominations were happening and I told Camille because she's already we've talked about this 
Um, but I got the email, like this award slash scholarship, you had to, a student had to be nominated by a faculty or staff member, and then they would get, um, the student would then find that out and they could apply for it. Mm -hmm. Um, so it was like by nomination only that you were allowed to apply. Mm -hmm. And so I got the email and it was like on a really busy day or whatever. And I just like put it in a folder to like come back to. Yeah. Got a follow-up folder in my email and I hadn't gotten back to it and it'd been like a week and the person that's in charge was like hey like if y'all have anyone like deadline's coming like please submit someone and I looked at like what it was like what the award and what the criteria was and I'm like Hammy Lee like that was the only person I could even think of mm-hmm. like I was at that point advising nearly a thousand students because I was doing comm and news media crazy. I knew a ton of students but the only one that came to mind for this was Cami Lee. Mm-hmm. And so she ended up getting it. So congrats. Um, <laughs> you. But anyways, that's just like the person, like she just comes to my mind as someone that's like trustworthy and great. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> All those things are so kind. Of, yeah. <laughs> um, but what's your, so we've talked about, I kind of just let the cat out of the bag, but what are your future like goals after you graduate? I know you still have a year. But like we've talked about this and I just think some of the things you're thinking are very interesting. Yeah, so I'm kind of in a place where my future's up in the air, which as a junior at UA, specifically in the PR department is a really difficult place to be. And I think that's a good thing and a bad thing. And I think that, I think that shows like how involved they want you to be at UA and in the PR department and how important like getting XYZ internships are um, to your future and they want you to be prepared for the workforce and I think that's fantastic but I think a lot of pressure comes with that Mm -hmm. Um, and so that has been difficult for me this year especially this spring because you know it's been so busy and that's affected mental health just like having time in the day to breathe kind of like what we were talking about a minute ago and so I mean technically if we're looking at credits I'm a senior um Mm -hmm. but I'm a junior and I have a full year left and I don't have an internship for the summer I don't really have summer plans except for going on that networking trip which I'm super excited about and super thankful for yeah um And yeah, so I love my field of study. I love what I get to learn, but I like long-term where I see my actual life, like I don't necessarily feel called towards like corporate and PR is a lot of corporate. It's working with big companies and big clients sometimes, (laughs) Um, not always big, but you know what I mean? Um, And so, yeah, I've been doing a lot of, digging within myself is like what do you really want and I don't really know if that's PR and that's something that I've been trying to figure out and I don't think I'll have that figured out completely for a while but yeah like what we were talking about I guess a couple weeks ago was like if I had the chance to like if my dream job what could that be make money and like live off of that I would love to be like a travel photographer or like freelance graphic design for whoever mm-hmm. and like travel and take photographs, um, have those published somewhere. I love taking pictures. I love 
people. I love nature. I just love the world. I think it's so interesting. Um, it's been my dream to travel since I was little, but I mean, just my situation growing up, we couldn't really afford that. And so I think that's kind of inspired that part of what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And like, I would be so happy living like this is like so off to the side, but like, I'd be so happy just like unplugging, living in, like working for a national park, just like living out my granola life dreams. <laughs> I love it. You need to start a blog, Camille. You know, I have one. No, I, I didn't. I've written in it since before senior year of high school. Okay. But I was a blogger. Resuscitated. Can you bring it back? Can you bring it back? I've, you know, and this is, I'm really glad you say this because my mom has been begging me to blog for like three years. She was like, I don't know why you started this and haven't kept it going. Right. Maybe this summer you pick it back up. And even like traveling around, like just the state of Alabama and taking pictures and like doing day trips, like that could be cute to like do like a little photography, like day trip blog or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then you can use that like in a portfolio or something. Yeah. That's what I've thought about doing. I'm, I'm telling all my friends, I'm like, Hey, let me take your headshot for free. Mm -hmm. I can start like an Instagram page. Yes. You need to, you Right, so give advice. <laughs> this isn't advice podcast. Why right? are you coming aggressive? No, you okay, okay. <laughs> take a deep breath and then come okay. back in. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, Camille. Just care about you. <laughs> you are spreading, you do a lot of things and you mm-hmm. do them for other people. Mm-hmm. I think you should do something for yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, I think that that's valid advice. I do too. I'm doing this podcast yeah. because it's something that I am finding passion and joy in yeah Mm -hmm. that's why I did this Mm -hmm. I just want to chat with people and hear their life story and put it in the world and if someone wants to listen cool if they Mm -hmm. don't I'm going to keep doing it anyway whatever but that's you know what I mean I feel like because this year I did a word of the year and it was um it was joy it was joy yeah I was trying to help Um, you remember and so coming back moving back to Virginia was me pursuing joy yeah um because I wanted to be home closer to family um and then starting this has been something that I look forward to and like um while it adds an extra thing that I'm doing at night or on Saturdays it's time that I'm finding joy Mm -hmm. yeah I feel like if you if that blog or something like that could bring you joy and be something that you could do for yourself Mm -hmm. you know and then put it out into the world and you don't know where it could what it could do or or it can just be for you. Yeah. And, you know, you saying that kind of gives me a little bit of peace in that too, because I mean, kind of just like I was saying, it's been so crazy and um, just like figuring out what my future is going to look like or we're not figuring it out. I guess we'll Mm -hmm. see. But I mean, I've been very in tune with the fact that I don't think the Lord's calling me towards like the business world of things mm-hmm. while I love it and I appreciate it and I respect it. I just don't see myself walking in a city business professional every day to my day job, to my nine to five. Yeah. I just don't think that that's where the Lord's calling me. And then I, I may have said that said this when we talked the other week, but I mean, I'm also not fully convinced that I'm not supposed to do missions like mm-hmm. yeah. mission work for, you know, a chunk of my life yeah, yeah. and you don't have to have a plan for sorry 
you don't have to have a plan for years down the road. Like if you decide you want to do missions for a couple of years mm-hmm. or you want to do traveling for a couple of years, like it doesn't really have to be a linear path to here to there. And you got it all figured out because mm-hmm. nobody knows what they're doing as we've already <laughs> <Yeah>. established. <laughs> and yeah. I would never have thought that I was going to be working at a college like that just wasn't me because I remember being where you were mm-hmm. I was too far in to switch my major mm-hmm. and it was like I like what I'm doing in my classes but I can't see myself doing this long term because I did PR as well um and I did yeah and I did it was my senior year like the first semester and I was like yeah. I'm not gonna be doing this <laughs> like yeah. but at that point it's like okay well I'm committed to finishing this degree yeah um, absolutely so, and then I got out and I didn't know what I wanted to do. Yeah. I never so, would have guessed that you were PR. And I mean that in the best way possible. Yeah. Best way possible. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not polished in perfection. And I think that's what yeah. the PR world wants and needs, which I yeah. get. Um, and I, but I just couldn't see myself putting on a suit and tie every day and mm-hmm. living that life. Yeah. And I think too, like me knowing that about myself was a big reason why I like wasn't so stressed about the internship situation because like I mean you know just from working at UA how like crazy it is about like people getting internships and like the race to find your summer plans for your summer before your senior year like it's crazy and like one of my best friends she was like you need like I have an internship in New York you should get one we can be there together. And it's not that I wouldn't love to live in New York for summer, mm-hmm. but I don't know that one, if I could afford it, good Lord, like right. crazy, yeah. but to just like, do I want to spend that money and spend that time in an office doing something that I like, but not that I like super love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, for like to prep for my future, that just, you know, I yeah. feel like I would like be pursuing joy and really, really finding what I want to do somewhere completely different. Right. Yeah. yeah. I think it's really special that you're taking the time to think about that instead of just jumping into stuff. Cause mm-hmm. I could see a lot of people who get a text from their friend, let's go do this this summer. And they're like, yeah, totally. Absolutely. Everything mm-hmm. else will fall in line after I make the jump to say yes. But mm-hmm. I think there's value in you taking the time to think about what's actually going to make me happy and what's actually going to work out. Um, yeah. So that's super smart. Yeah. Yeah. So you're going to go on that trip this summer mm-hmm. and then you're going to focus on yourself. Yeah. Right? We we'll figured it out. Like I have no idea. I've yeah. been a babysitter nanny since I was literally 14, 13 years old. And so maybe that'll be my summer. And when I'm not keeping right. kids, I'll be doing things and I'll get to be close to my family, which what y'all were saying, that's really important to me. Like my grandparents, specifically my mom's parents, really, really close to them. And they are old. They are old. Okay. (laughs) And so getting to spend more time with them is really important to me. Like I'm, I haven't had time to go home much this semester. And Mm -hmm. so like having that time with them is really important. Yeah. Yeah, well, I think that's good that you can see in the moment. Some people don't really take take stock of what's going on in the moment. They're mm-hmm. just like, yeah, I need to get an internship. Yeah, I need to do this. Um, but you're actually thinking about, like, is this really what I want? Yeah. 
I'm curious when you're like thinking all these thoughts through, are you like a journaler? Do you sit and think? Do you pray? Like, what does it look like you thinking about what you want for yourself? So I really should get a more organized pattern of what I do when I need to think about things. I really do. Mm -hmm. Um, Most of the time it's me staring off at a wall in my room and that works and processing in the time that I do have. Um, people call me crazy, but like, I will literally drive from Tuscaloosa to Gadsden two hour drive and I'll just forget to turn on music mm-hmm. and I'll just be like staring out at the road in space, thinking about like this kind of stuff. Yeah. Right. Um, because I mean, I really don't have that much time. Like I would love to be a journaler. I think that it was something it, that would probably be something I'd find a lot of joy in, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've never been a journaler. Um, so I don't, I don't know. I just, I think yeah really have like a way that I do it but yeah I've always I mean I would consider myself a thoughtful person and that's always been really important to me to just like have time to myself to like think and process everything that's going on in my life so yeah that's awesome. my unorganized method of doing that it sounds fine to me <laughs> sometimes when I think and process though I spiral so <laughs> I'm glad that you can do it and that maybe- too sometimes okay okay <laughs> Sometimes I have to have, like, I call my mom and I'm like, hey, like, please bring me back down to earth. Like, I can't do this right now. I need you to help me. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Which is what you helped me with when I was at school and I was spiraling. And now I don't have a spiral person. So you can just pick up the phone and call me. Yeah. This is true. This is also true. I will answer. (laughs) (laughs) I will just pretend like I'm advising you and helping you from Mm -hmm. just 12 hours away. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. I'll go sit in your old office. Yes. (laughs) There we go. (laughs) All right. Okay. Well, do you want to give us like your takeaway from just everything we've talked about? Like if you had to give a piece of advice to someone in college or um, someone like thinking about college, like just in that stage of life, Mm -hmm. like what is your advice to them? Mm. I mean, you can have more than one piece if you need to. (laughs) the more I think about it I probably will um probably just I mean the biggest thing is I would say to someone who's just like in college or thinking about college doesn't really know what to do is that college isn't always the answer right there are plenty of people who've had great lives now you define great but great (laughs) lives without going to college like my older sister didn't go to college she has a fantastic job and a family and a kid Mm -hmm. um but college, you know, some people are college people. I'm a college person. I'm so thankful I've had this experience, but I mean, it's not everything and you make your life how you want it, not the other way around. I think people can get caught up in that, especially like at a big university like this one with programs that are very straight on, you need to do this. You need to do that to be successful. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, your life's what you make it there's peace in like actually following your dreams and your passions and I'm in that state of or I'm in that place of what is that I don't know but we're gonna figure it out because I'm not you know I never want to put myself in a position where I'm not enjoying what I'm doing every day um or like I'm away from people that I care about so yeah yeah that's good I think that's great thanks I love that you can 
like not to continue <laughs> this because I asked you your takeaway, <laughs> but one of my favorite things about you, which I think I've already touched on, is like literally like it's a rat race. Like people are like mm-hmm. like going zero to a hundred miles an hour. Mm-hmm. And in college these days, like I gotta do this and then this and then this. Mm-hmm. And you have a lot going on, but you can see that and you have mm-hmm. a different perspective and you know like to slow down and really like find what's valuable and all of that yeah because just because you go from zero to 100 miles an hour and you do all the right steps and things does not mean you're going to be live a happy great life yeah I agree I mean college in that way is so it's so interesting because mm-hmm. I mean even in the past couple of weeks I've gotten in a few honor societies which on campus are a pretty big deal mm-hmm. and then you know being on this side of things and seeing like I, I mean I'm so thankful and honored but like what is this gonna mean seriously in a few yeah. years like oh I I got tapped into XYZ honor society no one cares yeah and then when you were talking about what you're involved in and what brings you joy honor society was like but like I'm in honor societies but that's not yeah. what you are looking forward to waking up in the morning and Mm -hmm. I'm like oh my gosh I can't wait to go sit with these people in a room and yeah right really when the four years is up or however long it takes someone to finish their degree because it might be longer Mm -hmm. you step on that stage get your diploma and walk away like what what what's important like what does some of this mean Yeah. And that's something I've definitely been thinking about lately too. And, you know, when I got tapped into one of those big honor societies, I was looking around and I was like, oh my gosh, I only got into one of the four. Then I took a step back and I said, Kami Lee, that is so stupid. Me and one of my friends did the math and it was a quarter of a percent of UA students get into any of those honor societies. And I said, you need to be thankful. Mm -hmm. Yeah this isn't everything, but you need to be thankful. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so, yeah, just, I mean, thinking about that kind of stuff too, brings me a little bit of joy and a little bit of peace because it's not everything. And people at UA specifically, they make it everything. Yeah. And it's like a social thing in some ways too. And it's crazy. And I'm like, y'all come on. <laughs> right. And then it's like, like, how do the people who aren't achieving those things feel? Yeah, you know, just your average Joe that isn't at the top or in that social yeah. crowd. Like how to, like, what are they thinking? You know what I mean? I mean, I have a really close friend who, um, she, she also got an award on CNIS on honors day and we were talking and she was just like, you know, I didn't get the award I thought I was going to get. Mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, I'm doing all these things. I feel like no one sees me. And I think that that is a big part of what a lot of people feel. Because while I've been so honored and so blessed to be selected to be in all of these different things, like seeing the way that it's hurt my friends, because it makes, it makes them feel like they're less than, or like they have less value as a person or a student. And it's just, that's the last thing. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm sure y'all both know, but UA is such a political thing. Like you're doing the right things at the right times with the right people. And I mean, while all those things are fantastic, that doesn't define your worth. A lot of students get caught up in 
I'm not getting recognized. People don't see me when they do. Yeah. It's just not in a way that it's not, they're not seen and recognized in the way that a large institution like this one makes it important to be like, do you know what I mean? Does that make sense? Like, no, I completely agree. I would used to talk to someone, um, that worked at UA and it was like, we only look at the top 10% and recognize them. And then the bottom 10% and like reach out to them because they're struggling, mm-hmm. you know, and then the whole middle is just kind of like 80% of people, 80% of people are just floating through and not right. being and seen. That's so hard. And I've been that person too. Mm-hmm. I mean, I felt like Us really, too. Uh, me too. Yeah. <laughs> I felt like the first year and a half two years of college like I was kind of talking about it earlier but I applied for so many things and I applied for some of those things at UA where like if you get it you're somebody but if you don't it just like takes a hit yeah you even though like these people don't even know you as a person well enough to even like judge your character so it's crazy but I mean I I probably applied for like three different like big name positions I didn't get anything Mm -hmm. and I was like oh what because you know (laughs) in a high school in a small town you can get involved in any way like as long as you like can talk to people yeah and so that like kind of took a hit to me and I was like well they don't see me so what's going on Mm -hmm. and you know you know what's so awesome about that not to cut you off is you kept you tried again yeah. yeah And I'm so glad I did because I would have hated my life doing those things that I thought I wanted as an 18 year old freshman. Mm-hmm. Um, and now like CNIS is my home and my family, like truly, like my mom knows so many names of people she's never met before just of how much, just because of how much I talk to her. Yeah. So like, I love it. And that's why I do so much now because I get to, I know, I mean, every student who's involved in CNIS would tell you the same thing but I mean we do it because we love it and it's our family and we get to serve the people that we care about and tell them why we love to why we love doing what we do and so I'm just I'm so thankful that it worked out the way it did because I'm happy and I enjoy the things that I'm doing and I love getting to like meet people and like get close to the people who I'm around every day yeah yeah I'd love if I was a hiring manager for whatever Camille goes for one day and got to see her resume. Oh my god! Like you know, how do you fit it on one page? I know, because I'm like coming out of I college. My resume. And that sounds awful, but I do. Yeah, <laughs> coming least. out of college, my resume was not stacked. I can't imagine Camille's resume. <laughs> <laughs> She's just shaking her head. <laughs> she doesn't even know what to do with her resume. I'm sure. I don't even know what to do with my resume. Oh my gosh, it's wild. Yeah, but the good thing is you have so much experience. So when you do decide, you know, I want to apply for something, you can kind of tweak your resume. Like Mm -hmm. some people only have three things. So they're always going to have those three things on their resume. Mm -hmm. You've got 30 things. So (laughs) you can pick and choose what you want on that resume for that job. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. it's a very fortunate position to be in for sure. Very fortunate. I'm super blessed. Well, we're blessed to know you. That's Mm -hmm. for sure. (laughs) <laughs> okay so this is the fun question okay things when was the last time you did something for the first time okay so when you told me that was the question I like racked my brain 
And I was like, man, you know, this year it's just felt like I've been doing the same thing every day. And then I thought about it and I was like, well, you know what? Actually, Kimberly, you did do something kind of for the first time. So back to that award that you were talking about earlier. So I got that award last Friday. So not yesterday, the Friday before. And I was told like two-ish, two and a half weeks before honors day that I would have to to give a speech. And I'd given a speech in class. Mm Mm-hmm but I'd never actually given a speech speech, like for real right? people when I'm not being graded in front of a very, very large room of people <laughs> in, yeah. in my college, like all these like industry professional business. Yeah. I was like, okay. <laughs> so <laughs> I did not prepare a speech. I did not write one thing down. And I was sit, I was like, I'm going to wing it. Like I know how to talk to people. And so I go up there and actually while I was sitting in the seat, I grabbed my stepdad's program and I was like, give me a pen, please. I was like scribbling, scribbling, scribbling. Like, I want to say this. I want to say this. I want to say this. Um, I get up there. I sit it down. I, I think I like might've accidentally like turned it over on accident or something, but like, I did not look at that. <laughs> paper not, not once. And I was so nervous. Yeah. I was shaking. I think I literally was the color of a tomato. I was probably like beat red in the face. Um, and you know, like when you're a little nervous, sometimes you'll like twitch. Mm-hmm. My face was like twitching out. Uh, <laughs> is there a video of this? Yes, I'll text it to y'all. It's, <laughs> I haven't watched it. I can't do it. I can't. I it's it. probably best that you don't watch it. No, I it don't. Be. I don't want to do that to myself. Mm-mm. But I mean, everyone said it was fine. But then I was like thanking the people. I like thanked the Lord, and then I was thanking the people that like are influential. And I look at. Adam Brooks who's over like public speaking I got to know him through that in the speaking studio I look at him and he's just crying and I was like (gasps) and he's also probably like what is this speech (laughs) knowing that you're like so wiping his eyes oh my god I was like I literally was like okay I'm about to cry I gotta go all these people (laughs) I'm like I'm sorry and then I feel like winning like a Grammy or something (laughs) I didn't even know what was going on. I was like holding my like little plaque. These are literally gummy vitamins. <laughs> I was like holding my plaque and I was like, hey, what's going it's on? It's literally like a Grammy. It was like crazy. I'd never won an award before ever. Wow, and that's so, a good one. Like, that's what people keep saying. I don't think I've really processed the fact that I won that award yet. I'm going to be so honest. That's so and awesome. I get this award and I'm giving this speech and I'm like, dang. And then, I mean- I don't think it was actually that bad. Like people say, oh my gosh, your speech was great. And I'm like, mm-hmm. was it? Like, are you just saying that? Um, and they said, no, it was actually fine. And like my sister told me it was good. She would tell me if it was bad. So okay. I that's I good. felt good about it. But yeah, um, the first real speech I ever had to give was like a week ago. And that was like the scariest thing in the world. I was like, you'd think, you'd think that someone who helps people with public speaking anxiety We'll be able to take a little bit of their own advice, but no. No, that's how it always is. So we can give was, advice easily, but we crazy. can't take it. Yeah. It was crazy. It was awesome though. And I'm just like standing in front of this room. Everyone's just staring at me. I was like, hey. <laughs> that's not intimidating at all. This is a little different than my 20 person public speaking lab. For sure. <laughs> it was two years ago. Oh my right. goodness. Well, that's yeah. awesome. So the last time you did something for the first time was you gave a real public speech and you won an award yeah 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 awesome. it was crazy. 
I wish I could have said something like skydiving, but I've never done that. That is on the bucket list. No, no that's not we awesome. wanted your real answer. So yes. that's really mm-hmm. good. Yeah. <laughs> I would have questioned you if you said skydiving, like, oh, I didn't see a hey, picture or anything. I'm going to go. You are going to be the first person I send a picture to. Sounds like, hey, good. There you go. <laughs> I can see you doing it. Oh, I want to like GoPro video the whole thing. Yes. There like, you go. It's been and my dream. It, I think my mom. on your blog. Oh, and put it on my blog. I would have to wait until my mom, until my feet hit the ground and I'm alive. I would have to wait to tell her because she would be like, you're not doing that. Okay, well, don't tell your mom you're on this podcast or she might listen and find out that you might skydive one day. I feel like she knows. I feel like, <laughs> you know, I feel like she has a feeling. Yeah. She means like, you know, she knows that like, I was never going to have like a crazy conventional job in the first place. I feel like right. she's kind of on board with that. I feel like she knows that I'm a little out of pocket sometimes. I love it. She'd be shocked. And I think she'd probably be glad that I told her after. I like that about you. Panic attack if I told her before. Yeah. And it's not something that when you first talk to Camille, you know, oh, she's a little, wants to live this different life. Like you wouldn't get that right away. Mm-hmm. Not at <laughs> all. you unpack it, it's like, oh yeah, Camille is not meant for an She's one job. of a kind. No, I think it makes sense. Yes, yeah. it does. Ugh. This has been so much fun. You're a really good guest. Thanks, y'all. Y'all are great hosts. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Well, yeah. This has been super, this super great. fun. Oh, I know. Thanks for doing it. Thanks for inviting me, y'all, for real. Seriously. <laughs> like, this is so fun. I love this kind of stuff. And, oh, you want to know, actually, the last time I did something for the first time? I was oh, yeah. A podcast. Oh, oh, so right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right now, in the moment. Wow. There you awesome. go. <laughs> Well, thank you so much. Thank you. Of course, y'all.